Well, first, let me apologize for the long delay. It's been a lot of life going on. Um, as usual, we we don't really plan topics, so we just gonna we just gonna go right into it. All right. Well, today we have a topic. Okay, we have a topic today. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you introduce. No, I'll let you introduce. So I guess today's topic is uh, being a side nigga. <laughs> uh, I guess the rules around it. The rules of engagement. The rules of engagement. What you can and cannot do. Okay. Um, I guess it's just how you're supposed to conduct yourself in that. Is it a real relationship? To I don't know. So let's define side nigga for those listeners who may not be hip to the terminology. Okay. It seems self-explanatory, but just in case. Well, the way that I look at it and from what I've been told and kind of what I've experienced is uh, when a female is, she has a primary relationship, but obviously is lacking or suffering something. Mm -hmm. She will seek what she desires elsewhere. Right. And uh, I would think those things can get really tricky, especially when um, the female is in, you know, in control of the situation or is she really in control? Well, so two guys. Basically, the side dude is the guy that there's, there's a woman in a committed relationship. She's not getting her needs met for whatever reasons, and she comes to you and seeks you for some sort of affection. Okay. All right. Um, and it doesn't matter if she's married or she's just has a boyfriend or. Well, it's, I guess it's to the degree that you. Uh, I want to say this. I mean, you kind of have have to have your own personal constitution as a side nigga. Like, do you mess with married women? Do you mess with only girls with boyfriends at that point? I'm just talking about the term. The term is well. The term is is really ambiguous. Uh, I mean, so it's all encompassing. About, yeah, but I'm just saying. That's why I said your own personal constitution. Like me, if I'm the side nigga, I'm not messing with no married chick. So let's talk about that. How how did you develop that? sort of set of principles um like have you I always think, been opposed to messing with married women i have always been opposed to messing with married women have you ever messed with a married woman and been because i was deceived okay yeah and how long did that last it lasted a lot longer than what i would have liked it to have lasted she so <clears throat> initially i didn't know that she was still married Okay. So I, I would say that she was going through a separation and uh, I just didn't know initially that she was still married. I thought she didn't have anyone anymore. And so I found out she still had to go through divorce. And by that time, you know, when I found out it was already, I was already liking her as a person mm -hmm. because she was just presenting to me what she wanted to present to me. You know, to meet whatever need, whatever need she needed. I'm sorry. Yeah. I need to project my voice. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Man, I'm I'm laying back. Um, yeah, it, it just just personally, man. I just you know, I never felt the need to mess with a married woman. I would always think some stuff like that would come back on you. You know, just karma. My karma is not good in that area, so. Meaning that if, if you I want to get married, married, yeah, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. 
right. So then tell me about this this situation. What was it like? When did, how, like describe for the listeners what it was like. Like how often did you see her? What, what was the boundaries? What was the nature of your relationship with this? Initially, it started off as somebody that I was just having sex with. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a full-fledged relationship. Oh, wow. So this was your girlfriend, but she, she was married. She was still married, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of that, that uh, Donnell Jones song, All Her Love. Yeah. She gives me all her love and only half her time. Yeah. Um, said, I forget, he said something about she's saying she's going to leave. Um, secret rendezvous just to spend time with you. Right. But I need you in my life. So were you like smitten over this woman? Were you like really feeling her? Yeah, I was really feeling her, man. Like, like we did a lot of stuff together. Like just, it was like pressing the gas pedal, like full steam ahead, you know. This shit was, it was a lot to deal with, I'll tell you that. And then, I mean, in the end, that shit was bad. How did it end? Uh, just with me, I think it was mutual. You know what I mean? We both came to a mutual understanding and um, or agreement, I should say, that this was not going to go any further than what it needed to go. And uh, she went her way, I went my way. Well, How did you find out she was married? Uh, when her husband indirectly made threats uh, to me. Mm. And a couple other things that he did that I shouldn't really talk about right now. But, right. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, me being a man, I was just kind of like, all right, well, whatever. Whatever you feel like you need to do. And uh, by the grace of God, you know, I didn't hurt him and he didn't hurt me. So I always found that interesting when people are confronted with a cheating spouse or girlfriend and they confront the other person. Right. I would never confront the other person because they don't have anything to do with it because the person that you're either married to or in a relationship with, it's their moral obligation to do the right thing. Right. So um, it's not on the other person. Like that person didn't make your spouse or girlfriend or whoever cheat on you. That, That shit was already in them. They just look either for the perfect opportunity or somebody that they would really feeling at that time. You never know why people cheat either. And I don't really uh, necessarily want to investigate that at all. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people do shit for different reasons. And uh, sometimes, man, it's, uh, you know, I can see it from a, a place of where someone else is not valued or doesn't give you the value that you sh- should feel as a person. So, to validate yourself or to give yourself value, you might seek um, admiration or affection from somebody else that you're like, oh, this person is uh, showing interest in me. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you might think the other person is better than what you have at home. Did she have kids? No kids. All right. Yeah, man. Um, I've been in a similar situation, but I was never like that far into any of the women. So um, there was one time I met this chick on a dating site. I don't remember which one it was. You've used that shit before? Oh yeah. <laughs> he said, oh yeah. 
Listen, man, technology is a wonderful thing. And here's the thing about dating sites that people don't realize is that if you got the profile, if you have the looks and, you know, the profile, you can eat very well off a dating site. You know, it's if you if you if you five, six or something as a man, and you know, it might be a little bit harder. Or you, you know, you got pictures that look deceptive. I mean, when I was on dating sites, I had good photos. And I had pictures that would show like, okay, I really am tall. I have a good time. And then chicks would like, you know, reach out, of course. Um, so to me, it was just like, it was like fishing. It was like, I'm just going to put this pole over here. I'm not expecting anything from it. Um, but every now and then you catch a good one, be like, yo, okay. Um, but there was this girl and she didn't really have none on her profile. Like barely had, she didn't have a picture. Mm-hmm. So she sent me a message and I was, she was like, oh, you, I think you're very handsome. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, um, respectfully though, like, I don't know what she said, but I essentially was like, respectfully, you don't have a picture. So I, I you know, I'm not gonna even waste my time. Then she sent me a picture and I was like, yo, she, she kind of bad. I didn't believe her though. Um, but it was her, we set up a time to meet. And then we kicked it off and it was like, it was just this whirlwind of like, a sex capade. No, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say that, bro. Cause I'm trying to think of timing, man. Cause I think the timing was, she was leaving to go to Florida for some reason, right? Right. And, but we would talk all the time and she was, so she was separated from her, from her husband and she mm-hmm. had a daughter and the daughter was living with like, her husband's parents in like South Carolina. It was like a lot of drama with her. And one thing that I never liked with women is women who can't, who aren't in control of their lives. Like I don't like dealing with someone who don't control what's going on in their life. Like obviously there are things that we can't control, but every week it was something with her. So, but she was fun and she would be like, man, if you really cared for me, you would, uh, you would you would uh, come down here and if uh, to Florida and visit me, and I considered it. But a uh, quick wild story. This show how crazy shit used to be back in the day. I was messing with this girl. I was single. I had no girlfriend at this time, and um, the married chick, she called me right, and then she she could sing. I've been trying to get her to sing. I literally saw the phone, and I was like in bed with this other girl and I went outside to like, I was like, I had to take the trash out to answer the phone. And like, she just started talking and she's like, oh, I wanna sing for you, babe. She's singing, I'm like trying to wrap this conversation up and shit. And then, bro, I was outside for like 15 minutes, man. <laughs> I had to come back. Yeah. And the old girl, she was, she knew what it was. And I don't yeah. know how I got out of what I said, but anyway, so it was super crazy and then when she came back because we i don't think we had ever been intimate so when she because i literally met her right before she left mm-hmm. so she came back and then we had this thing going on but like she was about to move um to to cali where she was from um and she was fighting for custody of uh her kids and shit. yeah you know and it was just like weird it was like all this stuff about this dude like her husband, like so, her husband was in the was in the military, and he was like out there, like fighting for the country and shit, right? <laughs> I know, and I was like, bro, this is crazy, uh, and she, so, but she was like, oh, we about to get divorced. But then when he came back, like they was gonna try to work it out, 
I think I want to say like I don't know. I moved and they moved. It was just a wild situation. But she was constantly jumping from dude to dude. Then they worked it out. Then they had another kid. Um, Cause we still social media friends. And then like she's not she not with her husband. She had another dude. Then the last thing I saw her posting some crazy stuff about being single. I'm like, man, shit crazy. Uh, so there's that. And the other time was I met this older white woman out of the club and it was like a one night type thing. But her husband was overseas. I didn't know she had a husband, you know. But I've never been like a continual like side dude where I was like carrying on a relationship with with any of these women, you know. Shit, I had one that lasted damn near twenty years. <laughs> Keep talking, turn this heat off. No, I was just saying I had one that lasted twenty years. This shit. You think it's gonna end one year and then it just it continues to to somehow thrive in the relationship world, whatever this relationship is. It's like one of these people if hopefully I get married and the shit ends. But it's just like whenever I'm going through something, man, she like comes back into my life at the perfect time every year, the same time every year. Mm. So from September to December first. I'm going to hear from her. Mm. The same time every year, no matter if she has somebody or if I have someone. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, well, we'll touch on that later. So, get back to the the side dude thing. Yeah. Um, but she's in a relationship, so. Oh, uh, okay. So yes, very side dude. <laughs> <laughs> My whole thing is, I have friends that have been in situations where. The dudes that ran up on them, they didn't know, or they maybe they did, they didn't care. Maybe it was arrogant. They've, I got a friend, he was messing with this girl in college, and like he spent the night, and as he was leaving, like her man rolled up, and like he fighting this dude <laughs> outside the apartment. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm just, I just never was about that, you know. Um, and I, I know women, I don't want to fight no one over a chick. Exactly, because women can be manipulative, you know, and they'll tell that dude something, they'll tell you something different. So I've always tried to avoid those situations. It's like Andre 3000 said in that one song. What, Keep um, Your Heart? Nah, he was like, how was that song with uh, DJ Drama? He was like, oh, I'm going to look it up. Hold up. This is the art of storytelling, but it was like the last one. I mean, he always says the dopest shit when it comes to relationships anyway to me, you know. Yeah, that shit is like way more profound than every other rapper in the world when it comes to relationship shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say it was part four. What is he saying? Nah, that's on equipment. I'm gonna tell you. Hold on a second. I don't know, man. I I'm sitting back thinking to myself how many times I've been approached uh, by dudes throughout my life uh, regarding a chick, and it's been quite a few. And luckily, man, nobody's gotten hurt. Um, I actually got into a fight in Lenny Small, though. <laughs> you got into a fight in Lenny Small? Yeah, that wasn't a good look. Yeah, don't be fighting Lenny Small, bro. No, I didn't try to. Alright, so I found a song. He said, A rather swole mood until she told me that she told dude that she'll be back, she's going to the store. I didn't know she had a boyfriend, so the door I pointed her to. I said, call me when y'all break up. I don't fuck nobody, bitch, and never own the Jacob. Know what time it is. Niggas just trying to live like a nigga supposed to live. Yeah, so, like, pretty much, 
he was feeling this chick. She told her, told him he had a, she had a uh, boyfriend. He pointed her to the door, and like when I heard that, I was in, I think I was in college, and I was like, you know what? That's a real shit. I ain't messing with nobody, girl, because it's too many out here, especially. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't. I'm trying. To, I don't have a lot of experience in this one, so you got to carry this topic. Like, what what are the rules? I guess. How, what is the communication like when you decide, dude? Like, do you- All right, so right here, I'm looking at a text, and it just kind of it'll throw you off when you really look at this shit. So right here it says, "I'll." I can't talk to you because uh, my boyfriend's here right now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I ended up seeing this girl and I could tell that she still had feelings for me. And right here, if you can look, I'm not gonna say where she was at. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that she, She, I guess she had a dream about me or something like that, and or she, she wanted to tell me something, and so I'm saying it must have been bad, and then she's like, no, it was just regular conversation. I was trying to be mindful of what I'm doing. I'm in blank for work, and my boyfriend was here for the weekend, and I'm texting you. She meant to put, I'd be mad if the shoe was on the other foot. And then so right here I said, I'm reading this and I respect it. So what I'll do for the both of us is say I'm happy for you. I'm glad that we met and I will not text or call anymore. Dang. Yeah. Right? She like, nah, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> right. Then you see, no, I don't want you to do that. Is that what she's saying? That's what she's saying. Right. Is there a middle ground? And you know what? And she's really a good woman. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? What do you, what, I don't know. What do you think about shit like that? You know, I mean, because she's really dope as a person. I feel like people in relationships just don't communicate with each other. And I think because of that, they hide stuff from their spouse and, or boyfriend or girlfriend. And because of that, they want to talk to other people. Have you had a physical relationship before? Yes. Oh. While she was in a relationship? Well, no, not when she got in a relationship. I recently saw sure. her. And it was still, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't engage sexually, but you know, so still feelings there. What I think, what I give from a lot of women is like, they have a guy that's gonna be, that's gonna settle down with them, or whatever, but maybe he's not providing like all this, the mental stimulation or physical stimulation they want, and they still, you know, they they be having feelings for other people, and they want both. It's no different than a man, like a man might have a girl that he sees as like the mother of his children, but you know, he might have another girl who's more freaky that he wanna mess with. So um, it's just that you, society really looks down upon women who do it, you know? That's why most men are completely blindsided. They can't even fathom like their girl doing something. Shit, I've never put nothing past a woman. Me neither. But I will also say at the same time, I can't imagine any of the girls that I've personally dated doing that because well I, it was one but beyond that like this is because the girls that I dated they spent so much time trying to like wrangle me in you know <laughs> it's just right. like not that I was out there doing stuff but just like getting me to be committed and right. 
I don't even think they had the energy to like try to deal with somebody else. But there was one girl like we was on and off. I dated her, mm-hmm. and when she was mad at me, so we weren't together. She was mad at me. She would, she was definitely like entertaining other people. Uh, like one day she sent me a screenshot of like she so she sent a text to this dude or a screenshot. Yeah, she posted on her Instagram picture and then like he sent her a DM like. And then she responded back to it. She sent it to me, right? Like on some like, oh, look at what you're missing out on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Why are you showing me this? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care that yeah. this nigga is telling you some, he's telling you whatever because he want to smash. Yeah. Like, why would I be impressed by this? You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, as far as being a side nigga, like I said, I only have those, that, like, that one experience. Other than that, Chicks with boyfriends, I'm just, I'm really trying to wrap my brain. I don't know if I really, because I mean, like, where we live, most girls, they just happy as fuck if they got a boyfriend. And now I will say there's probably some opportunities with some girls because you can tell, like, their relationship ain't perfect. And there's probably opportunities if I was a different type of person to really kind of, like, finesse my way in there, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, no, actually, I know I've messed with girls with boyfriends before. It's just like, you know, you get in a situation one-on-one, we shouldn't be with, they should not be with you one-on-one, right? Right. And then it's like, well, because they're going to feel guilty if they make the first move, you got to like, either have a drink, do something to ease that, all that stuff, and then like, make them feel like they just going with the flow and, it, you know, it, it's not, um, it's not, they're not making a bad decision, right? I was messing with this girl and she had a man. And this is probably close. And I, was, I, I never was like this. I don't, I guess the reason why I don't identify with being a side nigga because I never wanted to be with these girls. Like I never had a like, I was never on the Donnell Jones tip. Like I was more so like, this is vagina that I can experience without having to really commit because it's somebody else that's committing to them. And then there's discretion that has to be had there. So with this chick, she had a man. I remember one time I went to her apartment and uh, <laughs> this is how I was wilding, man. I went to her apartment and like, I'm super paranoid, man. Like, I'd be like, look, these doors locked and this nigga had a key. <laughs> so we in the midst of doing something and like we hear like a rumble in the door. We both freeze. My instinct is to go to the other room. She had a two bedroom apartment. My instinct was to to go over there and her, she was like, nah, I'll go in the bathroom and her when I was, I, it didn't make sense to me. Cause if this dude was really at the door, like I gotta hide in the bathroom. Like what if you gotta use the bathroom? It was easier. Cause we had met before it was easier right. for me to be in the other room and be like, yo, I was over here hanging out. Also, this is funny when you, man, this is some real nigga shit. Like it's. So did he come in the house? Hold on, let me get to okay. that. Let me make a side point. It's funny when you dap niggas up, but you had sex with that girl. Like, that's some real, that's some real cold shit, man. I know you've done that shit too. You know what? I've done some shit that I'm definitely not proud of. Exactly. Yeah. Person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't brag about it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, like it's not. It's we not just in the. Yeah, I don't even try to like flex on things. Like some dudes are, are dirt bags. They'll like dap you up and be like talking shit behind you, but I would never do that. No, I, I would never do that to another man. Right, so so Peter, so the thing, the funny thing is when we both froze 
And then I go in the bathroom and I'm just standing there like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, this is the dumbest idea in the world for me to go over here. Yeah. She goes through the door with nothing. And so like, we really literally go back and finish and I say, look, from now on, we gotta do this in my crib because you can't control your, like this nigga crazy, you know, cause he stay out of town. Uh-huh. Like he might come unannounced cause he was real paranoid. He was a real controlling, like paranoid, semi-abusive type dude, you know? Right. And she, for some reason, I'll be like, just end the relationship, you know? But there was some reason that she kept stick, sticking with it. And so, uh, yeah, like after that, she would, uh, she would come over to my crib, but then like I was paranoid about like, he didn't know where I stayed, but I'm like, other people knew where I stayed. And if they saw her car, you know, my driveway, but really honestly, it got to a point I was like, I can't be doing this shit, man. Like, if for no other reason, it just wasn't worth it. I'm like, you want this more than I do, right. you know what I'm saying? And it just comes with all this shit. And yeah, it was just a really interesting situation to see someone of the opposite sex rationalize how their be- their behavior, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like, they got a man, they put him in like, because I was a friend, anytime like it was a gathering or something or like a holiday, like I was there, you know what I'm saying? And I played a role well because like I'm not pressed like like one thing, I was never trying to win someone's girl over. Right. So for me it was nothing for me to be like, yo, what's up? Be very respectful, eat food, laugh, play games, because it, it didn't I didn't have like a real connection or like an issue where I'm gonna look at dude and old girl playing the part, hugged up on each other, kissing and be like feeling some type of way about it. Like, if anything, I I literally, I completely separated out of my mind. Like, I'm doing this and you do that over there. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, This is the same for another girl I had messed with. But this other girl I messed with, she, she would go on convenient breaks from her boyfriend. Like, oh yeah, they they ain't together. All right, it's just so happy to be they y'all ain't together when when you in town. All right, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, it's just I, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, the more I add layers to myself, um, and those layers of maturation, yeah, uh, my moral compass, <laughs> you know. Uh, just doesn't allow me to do certain shit to people, man. Oh yeah, I do agree. I do. I mean, there's been like, I mean, I watch all this Instagram comedy. There's like a, there's been like a celebration of like the side nigga culture, but it's all young dudes. I think it's people being funny. I don't think. What 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 they celebrating actually, is possibly death. Yeah. Because when feelings get involved. Yeah. And then go to a certain level. Let me tell you. I was recently put on edge by, I don't even know if this nigga was, this chick's like full-time boyfriend or some shit like that. This is a nigga that she fucked with, right? Mm -hmm. But quite obviously, if he's paying for shit, he's gonna feel a certain type of way, Yeah. right? So even though she probably tells this nigga, you know, we need to just remain friends or something like this, this dude is paying for shit, so he's gonna feel a certain type of way. And then, so long story short, um, you know, I found out the guy was stalking me on Instagram, but 
<clears throat> I can honestly say if somebody was trying to see who you are, then I can kind of understand that. But when they start going a little bit further into doing other things, man, then that, that leads to a bad place for all parties involved. And so what I decided to do is just take myself out the equation totally. Mm-hmm. Because I know myself and the type of job that I have, it won't allow me to be on offense. I got to do defense, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to my own life. So I can never, excuse me, I can never be in a position of knowing somebody is trying to do something to me and then going to try to handle it. I don't yeah. think nobody can really do that, but especially me. Uh, so, and I can't put myself in a position where I know what this dude is at and then I'm waiting for him to respond. Mm. You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, if I see you somewhere, I know you're there and then I show up, even though I'm sitting in the same area, it's kind of like, why did you go there? Yeah. You know? So I can't go looking for trouble either. No, I, I agree. And that's... But my whole thing is this. <clears throat> that guy has people who love him. I have people that love me. And, I mean, I don't really want to go on record and say certain shit, but I just hope the people that love him love him more than the people that love me. Because I would think bad news would beat him home if something happened to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's very real. And so you, the girl is, by whatever she's telling this guy, she's putting him in a precarious position, even me to some degree, you know. But I just feel like my heart can handle certain shit. You know what I mean? Like being able to take myself out of the equation and understanding that it's not healthy for me or this gentleman, you know. But uh, you see when those feelings get involved, man, <clears throat> like I was with her, man, I swear to God, dude, this motherfucker must have called her 45 times in seven minutes. And so, if you, flag, man. right. So for her, she don't understand that's not some shit, whether you with me or not. When somebody's doing some shit like that, G, that's, 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 that's something that's different. Well, that's, that's what I was saying earlier. It's a person that's not in control of their situation. I, I couldn't, I can't deal with women that don't have control of the situation, that have men in their lives that are going to be that, that domineering in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I think the reason why I stayed away from messing with too many women who were taken in was because in high school, uh, my ex-girlfriend, when I went to college, and you know, like, I was still like, messing with her off and on. But the interesting thing was like, she was messing with like street dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm, I might be one degree from street people, but I myself don't consider myself a street person. Correct. I, I was going to a good school. Right. I had shit to lose, and right. uh, I remember one time. Like I almost got into a situation which I won't really get involved and won't speak too much on, but it was like a a, a wake up call in terms of like what could be lost, you know. Mess- over this chick that I really was like my ex girlfriend, I really wasn't paying her no attention no more. Was she what on a cat- on a scale of one to ten? Uh-huh. One being the least with beauty, uh-huh. ten being extremely beautiful where, 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 what what number would you give her I'd say she was scale? like a 7.5 okay my case in point you really have to be careful with those 6's and those 7.5's they're uh-huh. sleepers yeah you know what I'm saying cause they'll get you 
Well, what got me was <laughs> all, all guys listen up right now. Do not sleep on the six and the seven point fivers. <laughs> well, what got me was like she was the girl that I got the bulk of my um, initial sexual experience with. I wasn't a virgin when I met, met her, but like she was the first girl I used to have sex a lot and she was freaky. And so like it just had a hold of me for a while. Like she could call me at like 10, 10 p.m. on a school night or a work night and she'd be like, what you up to? I already knew what it was. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like I already knew like I would drop everything I was doing, you know? Um, but that situation right there was I was doing actually a, a good thing because she was in an abusive relationship and but she didn't keep it real with me like she she wanted to hang out and it was during the day but she was like you can drop me off over here and I'm like I'm drop you off at your apartment like, what you talking about we get to her apartment she like well drop me off at this building I'm just talking to her trying to figure out and then the dude roll up you know he didn't like, see yeah he knew who I was okay he was like yo we gotta go and then. I won't get into the rest, but uh, this same woman, a year or two later, this is how crazy it was. And so she hit me up. She she wanted to smash. She got a boyfriend. She lives with this dude. The same nigga? No, different dude. All right. She lives with this dude. Um, but still a street nigga? I don't know. Okay. He was like, he might have been from the streets, but he didn't strike me as like a guy that like. So you ended up seeing this dude too? Oh, yeah. So no, <laughs> let me tell you how crazy this gets. Let me tell you how crazy this get. Uh, I'm trying to omit details to make this obvious. Right. <laughs> um, so she hits me up. She wanted. She want to get down. I'm like, all right, bet. So she like, listen, my boyfriend is gonna be leaving to go get his hair braided. I'm like, cool. She's like, so when I got there, he was still there. She's like, I'm gonna tell him you my cousin. Oh, all, the cousin. Already, I'm like, I don't know about this plan, but all right, let's. I roll with it. So I go in there, she like, yo, this is my cousin. We're about to go whoop go date, but I don't know, somewhere. And um, yeah, so I like to say I, and, and I played the part. I, I wasn't acting fish. I was like, yo, what's going on, man? Like, you know, he barely paying attention, we leave. I I do my thing where I'm like, I drive to like this industrial building. I'm like, I'm about to knock this out in the car. She like, I really don't want to do it in the car. I want to do it at my house. I'm like, yo, you tripping? And she like, With the nah. nigga there? So she was like, he texted her and he said he's left to go get his hair braided, right? So I drive back to her, um, <laughs> right? And then I walk in and just like my spider sense is just like, it's going crazy. I'm like, I'm, I'm investigating the scene. Like she's like, he got, I'm like, does he have a gun? She's like, yeah, but it's like, it's like a little small gun. So then I'm literally doing the logical breakdown. I'm like, all right, if it's just a small gun. <laughs> I can take 222. Like, I mean, this ain't. You got to be up on me close. Exactly. <laughs> I could. Man, I walk in a room. I'm looking at the exit points and shit. Right. Um, and I'm just like, and she wanted to do it on their bed. I'm just like, yo, I'm not about to do this. Right. Man, we sitting there talking. The door hear somebody at the door I'm like this bitch so we scurry to the front mm -hmm. he comes back in and I don't remember what he said to her but something happened and then I'm just like she's like yeah we had to come back for such and such and I'm like I'm like yo what's up man I see you got that NCAA uh, it was like 2005 I don't know one of them years I was like yo I was talking about some video games like yeah. I bet you ain't nice with it uh 
And then I was like, well, I'm going to let y'all have this. I'm going to let y'all talk. And I was like, I'll just, uh, I'll wait outside or something like that. Bro, I go downstairs. I'm in my car. I'm sitting in my car for like 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And they just hit me like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I was like, dog, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I left. And I left. And she texted me like 15 to 20 minutes after that. Like, all right, I'm ready. Where you at? I said, I'm, I'm at home, man. I can't do this. Like, this is crazy. Like, by the grace of God, like, this didn't turn out to be worse than it could have been. You know what I'm saying? Because we, nothing happened. Like, right? Like, he could have been suspicious and he could have, like, flexed on me and be like, but really, what was he going to go off of? Like, I, there's no, he don't know me. There's nothing happened. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like he would got caught in the act. Now, if we would have been in the middle of it, that would have been crazy. Right. But, I mean... Yeah, nah, that was that was like I'm like nah, man. So to your point, the reason why I don't champion or even like think highly of dudes that brag about being side dudes is because you invite negative energy in your life to where you could die, like you could get hurt. And I'm not trying to be in a situation with a girl where some dudes coming for me. It don't even got to be someone that she officially with. It could be just like an ex boyfriend that has not quite gotten over yeah like well now nah, you figure that out then because yeah women will do that shit they'll latch on to another dude and use you to protect to protect them and get rid of this other guy and you step in like a stand-up dude like all right i'm gonna step to this guy and it's like nah i don't, I don't why would i deal with women like that i got yeah. there's a bunch of professional women from good families who don't have this drama and i'm not dealing with it so right, correct them on yeah so yeah that's the extent of my experience i mean i'm in a relationship now so i'm definitely not out in these streets uh but i mean but even by the time i was like you know going to grad school i was not messing with nobody with a with a man it was mostly single chicks you know right and if and i was quickly investigating ex-boyfriend drama shit i get investigated so fast dude if i show you some shit recently man these girls like teamed up to make sure i was not in a marriage uh, oh, for real? Yeah, <laughs> all this other shit going on just so I can go out on a date with one of them sisters. And she's a nice girl. I went out on a date with her. She was cool. But she didn't even know how far her sister and the friends went mm-hmm. to investigate. And, I, you know, she was like, I'm so embarrassed. But I was like, man, you know, don't be embarrassed by it. You know, it's fine. Because really, she loved you enough to go ahead and go that far just to make sure that you don't get hurt. Yeah. You know, so I, I didn't really have a problem with it when I looked at it that in that you know in that way. You sure? Um, no, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't at all. Um, so I don't know, man. But back to being a side nigga, man, it's, that's a dangerous. I just look at it as being dangerous. Is that's something for uh, you when you're a lot younger? You know, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, possibly twenty-two. Anything, and and that and that can even be dangerous, man. It's always dangerous. I, I mean. This whole I fucked your bitch culture, like, you you mess, with, you mess with a man's pride. And if a man feel like his back is to the wall and he ain't got nothing to lose, he will kill you and his girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what motherfuckers ain't realizing, man. Like, they don't understand. The 80s and the 90s were a lot different. You did that shit back then, your ass was going to get murdered, man. You know? I still think it will happen today. I mean, it'll happen, but it's not as frequent. You know, it's it's not. It definitely will happen, but man, you gotta be careful with shit like that. And uh, like you said, pride and ego. Oh my goodness, 
you know, once you get get those things going with a, with a man, oh my God, man, you're dealing with some other shit. Because people will go so fucking far <laughs> to find out who you are, where you live, where your mother stay, where your grandmother stay. They will investigate some shit nowadays, you know what I mean? And I don't know, man, I just don't have time for that type of shit. I feel, you know, I've actually wondered how this goes and like, with older people, like, you know, as you get into the mid thirties and up, like, cause I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes the married dudes, they might just not even really be caring as much. Some, I mean, obviously there's some that do and they will go crazy, but there's others that, I don't know, man. I just, as I get older, I just see like this new phase of life where people deal with each other, but they not like, it's like the woman whose text you showed me people be dealing with each other and they have something, but it ain't always what it seems. And then like they, they reach out for outlets and other people and stuff. Um, but I just think in general, it's dangerous to, 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 to put yourself in a situation where you messing with someone who doesn't have their stuff sorted out with other people. Yeah, man, you, you definitely, look, man, life is already short. You don't need to uh, shorten it any more than what it what it is or what it could be. When it's, it's when it's your time to go, it's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, that's how that's how uh, Ron Goldman got killed. Right. That's exactly how he got killed. He thought shit was sweet. Yeah, he was, and she wasn't even married to OJ anymore. No, but those feelings, dude. Yeah, you know, led to their demise. And he was supposed to be like a black a black belt expert and all this other shit. He got his ass towed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then the dog died too or some shit? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember anything about a dog. Yeah, this is a Nikita. I, I, I vaguely remember the case, but I don't want to dive into OJ shit. All I'm saying is to anybody who's listening to this, if you have thoughts of dealing with a woman, girl, whatever, who has a relationship, these are other things that you need to think about besides just... Uh, Anything to do with karma, you know, that shit coming back on you, you need to think about your own personal safety first. So I want to flip this and what about women that are side chicks? Like what are, what's different in their situation? I don't think there is no difference. I just think that women do shit. It's kind of like what you said with the guy believing that you were her cousin. Mm-hmm. If I said this girl was my cousin, my chick is gonna investigate that shit. Yeah. Like, okay, how? Well, you would, you would never do that. Like, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying a girl would go a lot further. Like, he didn't even give a fuck. If this is most men would not trip. This is my cousin. Cause you're gonna be like, man, she. There's no way she brought this nigga in the house. <laughs> or in the, in, it, in the it, house. It was so. It was so brazen that like. It was so bold that like, come on. And that's, that's, that's how I ran with it too. Like, if there was gonna be a question, be like, my nigga, you think I'm gonna come in here in your house and would you think, fuck your girl? Is that what you think this is? Right. <laughs> so women do shit a lot better than men. Well, I guess we just, just, we just know that this shit is not going down like this. I guess I'm thinking from chicks who are the side chick and that's a, I mean, it's 
it's like that scissor song is kind of popularized. Or a lot of girls, it's different from men. Like a lot of girls are side chicks because they want something or they like a guy, but they they don't feel that they're not able to get it, you know, outside of that scenario. I don't know. I'm not going to dive into the psychology of it, but, you know, based on the socio, like the dynamics, right? Like, and I was, I was, tell, I was trying to tell some people this, um, a man's power is in his status and his money and a woman's power is in her looks. So what happens is women would rather be with a taken man who has status, right? Mm -hmm. And money than be with a single man who's broke. Now I'm not saying all women, I'm just saying like that is how you have situations where rich dudes have side chicks because women will accept like, well, shoot, he buying me this. I'd rather be with him than deal with this broke dude right here. Right. Um, and so I feel like it's a little bit different because I think the propensity of getting murdered by the wife is way lower than like a dude being murdered by the husband. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you see side chicks and, and wives having it out there might be like a chance of fighting if they ever see each other in person, which never happens. But you know what I'm saying? Like the dynamic is a little bit different in terms of like the risks, I feel, you know? Um, man, I just don't want to ever be put in that position again, man. And uh, in no shape, form or fashion, you know, I don't want to be, um, well, I, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever. Well, I don't know. I don't know that I've been cheated on. I'm quite sure we all have at some point. You know, I don't know. I, can't, I just can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember no shit like that. I, I don't ever recall me having to deal with another dude while I was in the relationship with the chick. I've never had to deal with you because for me it would be such a it's such a um, like after the relationship was over. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say for myself, it's such a, it's such a, um, I don't know the word I want to use here, but for me, it's like there is no gray area with me. Like if you if you are entertaining another dude, I'm out. Like on any level, because now the situations that tend to happen with those men are they're not providing something. They're not providing whether it's mental stimulation, physical stimulation. They're not providing literally money, and so a woman based on how women are geared, you know, they're seeking protection, uh, you know, um, and things from a, from a man. If you're not providing that, then of course, I'm not trying to brag, I just never been in that situation. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean I get every girl I ever liked. Like there's plenty of girls that have curved me, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm with the girl and she likes me, she, she likes me and I've never had to deal with another dude it was only one time I even had a girl even try to use an, another guy to make me jealous. And that was a situation I talked about. Right. And that, we weren't even together. And she that was like a desperation play for her. For her. So I could be like, yo, nah, let me let me lock this down. It didn't work. You know, just the way I'm wired. I'm just not. I'm not. Like those things don't work. On me. I just value myself too much, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I, in, in all honesty, it's like, man. I got my shit together, so. But some dudes don't have that. Some dudes are struggling out here. Some dudes, you know, they trying to make it and they need support from their wife or their girlfriend and their girlfriend is tired and she fed up. It's like, you, you ever watch Insecure? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, like, the whole situation where Lawrence got cheated on was because his girl was fed up with him not doing shit. Right. And that led, that that allowed someone else to come in, an old flame, and he was just so focused on his own shit. Yeah, but that nigga didn't have his shit together either. Right. But he had, he, at least he was passionate about something, and he was doing something. Right. You know, um, so... That's how that, like, I just ain't never been in that situation, never been in a Lawrence situation. Like, I'm typically the dude in a relationship who got his shit together, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm the guy that's, that's telling girls what they need to be in. No, I, I, I fell off before uh-huh. in the situation. Okay. I fell off, you know, and, uh, uh, but when I went into the situation, I was like, I don't think we need to be in a relationship because right now I got all this shit going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get back to being myself. So I knew as a man that that would have some type of effect on the relationship yep. at, at some point. And I did not want to be in a relationship because of that. However, just like most women, if you're getting something, then you're like, I don't want nobody else to have whatever it is that I'm getting from this person. Right. And so, you know, she kind of convinced me that everything was all good. But man, I would highly recommend that you just get your shit together before getting into a relationship with anybody. Oh, I think most men are like that inherently. Like most dudes are like, they don't, they ain't trying to settle down if they don't have this shit together. And I always tell women, especially black women, you shouldn't date a man who don't have, who doesn't feel like he's where he needs to be in life because, I mean, there's obviously like college, there's a certain time period where both parties don't have it together and it's right. just part of like growing up together. And if you, you got your a flame or like a boyfriend or girlfriend from that era, you might want to try and work it out with them. But like, let's say you pass that, you're just an adult, you out here dating. Um, you only going to end up in a situation that's not going to be good. You know, if, and I think like men, you shouldn't be out here trying to like be in a relationship if you don't have your shit together. Because what, what you look like dating, you can't even pay your bills, man. Like you don't even have money for your own shit. And you, you know how expensive it is to date? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I hate it going on. Dude, days. I went on a date the other day and the date lasted from I mean that's I guess that's how much we were interested in each other, but we met for brunch. That shit turned into dinner. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you understand? That's dope though, like Yeah. Like we met we met for brunch and then we ended up going to dinner, G. Like we were with each other all of about 10 to 15, no, not 15, that's way too long, but definitely 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Absolutely 10 hours. And I was like, shit, I ain't never, I've never started off like anything like that. So obviously, you know, there was something more about this person that I really enjoyed. And, and Y'all still started. talking? Yeah, we still talking. We definitely still talking. Um, uh, actually, shit, she just sent a text as you said that. Mm. But uh, she, I think she's dope as a person. But uh, you know, it's just time, dude. You know what I mean? I just gotta see a lot more, and that's just the scary thing about shit like that. Oh yeah, you, know, you don't wanna say that this is anything, right? You know, I just enjoyed myself when I was with her. Mm. I was very comfortable and I, I didn't lie to her about shit and I told her, I was just like, you know, you're actually, you're meeting me because I don't have anything extra to tell you. This is what I do professionally. You know, I'm not trying to be anything more than that right now at this moment. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I have other shit going on, but I do not want to talk about those things because I'm trying to do those things and to sit here and try to sell you a dream on what this is going to do and how this is going to go. That's all some bullshit to me until you're actually doing it. Yeah. You know, if you can monetize those. But you know, the girls find it attractive, though. I don't give a fuck about that. I know enough that when you say some shit and it might not go the way that you want, a lot of times, especially with women, they're like, well, why weren't you able to actualize that shit? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or why weren't you able to monetize it? Like the way that you were talking, cause you, you, it's like anything with business too, it's, it's like a relationship. It could go good or it could go bad. And uh, it just takes time with everything. So I just, you know, in that way, I'd rather just be a little bit more secretive about my um, um, desires of business. Yeah, man, just, just hearing you talk about this stuff is, is I think a few things that relate to me. And one, I'm glad I'm not out here um, in the dating game. I do miss the fun. I miss the highs. I don't miss the lows. You know, I do miss like getting to know different people, just having different experiences. I don't miss um, spending all this money to get to know the people and just. You're right. That's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But it, you know what? That can tell you a lot about a person too, and I'll tell you why. If, if you, it's kind of, it goes back to one of our earlier episodes when we talk about the red flags. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see what kind of person you're dealing with right now. I see a lot, because I've dated a lot, right? And it wasn't to just try to get in a woman's pants or anything. I just, you know, a serial dater at, you know, sort of certain points in my life. Uh, so when a, you go out to dinner so many times with one person and she's not offering to pay for shit. Yep. That's letting you know some shit. Yeah, bro. I I mean, how do you feel about that? No, I feel strongly about that. I used to date a girl. I had a girlfriend who was, she she wanted me to pay for everything. And I was like, I mean, I made more money than her, but you know, it was more so like, just the, 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 the audacity for you yeah, to it's, assume. It's an entitlement thing. Yeah. Like, you, you just, and, and you know, especially in this age where gender roles and like equality is being challenged, and you know, there's a press for equality. It just it always intrigues me because um, there's no consistency from women. I have a homegirl when she was in the dating, and she wouldn't let nobody pay for her. Like mm-hmm. she was like, I'll pay for myself because she didn't want a dude to feel like she didn't want to feel like she owed anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I've dated girls who was all about like, well, this is what you're supposed to do. But, you know, I'd say 80% of normal, like, you know, you pay, then by date three or something, they'll they'll get it, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that comes with maturity and and understanding like, nobody owes you. Like, I just, I just hate the entitlement of like a free meal or people, I, cause I don't want to feel used. That was always my thing, like I'm not, like I'm not no victim, I'm not no mark, like I'm not someone that you about to use for Absolutely, that's how I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and you know, I've been in not that I even fuck it, I can say this shit, you know this I mean I've been a kept man too, you know? A lot of motherfuckers I mean that ain't no shit that you wanna brag about either, but I have been. Mm-hmm. You know, and shit I've had situations where I never had to pay for anything, but even in that situation, I still paid for shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause you, 
I mean, yeah, if if the shoe was on the other foot too, I would I would pay because I would try to pay every you know as much as I could because I don't want to make it feel like an imbalance where one person is shouldering all the you know like if I were dating like a super rich girl, either she took me around everywhere I would still like pay for some stuff just off principle like you know I don't want you to feel like you owe me. Man, look, the world is a lot different. You know these days, and um, just even thinking back to what you know the original topic was, which was uh, being a side thing. You really have to dig deep, you know, within yourself as a man to, you know, when you put all this shit in perspective, like what it is that you're actually doing. Like when you came to the realization while you were sitting in that car. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, if that doesn't come up in your head at a certain point, something's not right with you, G. You know what I mean? Just the other head is doing all the thinking. That's what it was for me. Look, even with the other head doing all the thinking, you still said what was most important, which was, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about the motherfucker who has an extra chromosome, who's just like... A cum freak who never stops to think, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. That person is headed to a bad place. I think there's one side, dude, we did not discuss. And what, if, what about, now nah, you can speak on this, you've been in this situation. But what about the side dude where the husband is aware of it and is cool with it? Like the mm. people are in an open relationship, mm. and you are a side dude. What do I think it? about some shit? Like yeah, like, what do you really think about it? You know what, man? Um, even with that, man, I, I, maybe my shit is like skewed in a different direction than most people would be, I guess, because we live in Atlanta, so. It's like, I don't have to never be in that situation. Like, I mean, that would have to be one badass woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it'd have to be like Foxy Brown when she was like 21 or some shit like that. Uh-huh. You know, or she just had to be so fucking ridiculous that I accept the fact that, you know, you had his family, this dude. No, that, that's crazy, man. You know, to me personally, I just don't feel like I have to do no shit like that. What if, what if she's bad, though? What if she... Um, you know, I don't. I don't ever want to say never, because you never know what the fuck you can get into, just as a as a person, right? So let me just go there. Okay, if I am accepting of the fact that this dude is cool with that shit, I will still be mindful of the marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be cool with this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want him to even know the fuck I am because it's like, what do you call it, cuckold or some yeah, shit yeah, like that? Yeah, cuckold. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to like. Yeah, I'm about to go nail your wife. You know, I don't want to do that. Right. Like I don't even want that to seem like that shit is cool with me. Maybe other people find that. I don't know. Could you deal with some shit like that? I'm just so paranoid. I just will never trust I that shit. Right. Right. Because. I don't know, man. I guess I'd have to. I would have to be way younger to even like think about it, and I would have to just not really be caring or just be younger, just looking at like I'm smashing this bad chick, and I don't have to deal with any drama because the dude knows about it. 
like there's no expectation for me. So it would seem like a dream situation as a young dude. Right. But a little bit older, I just would rather not be involved in other people's mess. You know what I'm saying? Because I just don't, I don't trust. That's just too much that you're inviting to your life, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, where you, where we're at, or where you're at right now, man. You're headed somewhere. Uh, do you want a family? Yeah. Okay. So you're headed in that direction. Right. Absolutely. You don't want that for your family. You know, you don't want that for yourself. But if I wasn't the head in that direction, I might not care. I might just be like, you know what, this is... This is where I'm at in life. Because the thing is... Is like, that something that you really want to experience, though? No. The thing is, like, I see... Like, I have no desire to experience shit like no, that. No, no, I'm with you. But I see, like, a divergence of paths between me and some of my friends, right? Like, we're all black professionals. Mm-hmm. Most people are going the family marriage route, right? Right. Now, some people, relationships ain't work out. They're jaded. They couldn't find one. They're not going that path. They But they're making a lot of money and they have time. But they end up fucked up. True. But then, so, then they be, like, for instance, when I was living in L.A., I, I just saw a lot of different sides of, like, L.A. is L.A. You know, you can get into some wild shit. Black women don't stand a chance in L.A. Well, not even that. Shit. But it's like, you could literally be involved in some wild shit out there. And so, yeah, absolutely. So if I was like single, and I just was like jaded with relationships, I had no plans of having a family. LA would be perfect. Yeah, it would. But I could easily just see myself. You, you could. I could see it wouldn't be far fetched to be in a situation where you, you mess with some fucking Hollywood actress and her husband. He might be gay, and they got an agreement, or he might not care, and then you find yourself in a situation like. That's like that. This is not far fetched. This happens to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it happens all the time. So then, in that situation, you a side dude, but you low key, you don't really have any, you don't have any drama with it. You know what I'm saying? I guess if I don't know, man. I yeah, just keep the bullshit away. Yeah, you know all, all the all the bullshit, and I just like I said, the 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 side nigga shit, it, it can be dangerous. Well, it's like with Will and Jada, right? Um, Do you think they have an open marriage? Well, they 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 use a lot of words to dance around it. They say they don't call each other married anymore. They say they're life partners, and they say I definitely think they do. Um, I definitely think it's more Will pushing it than Jada, and I think I think it fucked her up. You think so? As a person, yeah, yeah. We were to where she didn't feel like she was good enough for that dude. Well. I just said it so for her birthday, August Alcina had sent this heartfelt message and people was like, yo, this is a little bit crossing the line. And they were speculating that like she like he was like her boy toy or something like that. I don't know if that's true, but I'm just trying to like say for the purpose of this discussion, like what if that was the case? What is that's that's it, huh? What is I mean, you don't have to say it, but I don't know. He was just like happy birthday birthday to his beautiful soul, like like you like I love you like you're this this and this and it's just been great to know it just seemed really heartfelt for like nobody even knew they even knew each other like that you know what I'm saying Um, and they had a picture of him and her you know Um, so people get creative they run their minds like yo like it must be something going on here you know Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just saying if it was if you were him and that was a situation like at that tax bracket and at that level that people probably are bored of doing all the regular stuff, it might not be that bad, you know? 
Much blame. All right. All right. Now, me personally, with my life, do I see myself in this situation? No. Right. But yeah. I know some some high profile CEOs and executives that's engaging in all kind of shit too. Oh yeah, man. You know, you get that you know that amount of money, dude. You do yeah. whatever the fuck you want to do. Like straight up, there mm-hmm. is an association or a direct correlation between bread and weird shit. <laughs> that's why I don't or aspire. I don't aspire to 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 really go so high up to where I can't relate to regular people. Um, and I get leery of being around certain people because I feel like. Sometimes they're trying to like probe you to see what you what you down for, like mm-hmm. what you into. I'm mm-hmm. just distrusting of people. So yeah, I know. I feel you. I just don't. Yeah. I do. It'd it be some weird shit going on, dude. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. I before I came over here, I went to East, right? Oh, you went back? Yeah, I went after the shit happened last. Yeah. Week. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, so I don't know that the cashier what his sexual orientation was. I was just trying to get my food, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. This weird shit in Atlanta, niggas be looking you in your eyes a certain type of way, and I'm like, this is like when Jamie Foxx said Prince was looking him in the face. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I find myself not looking niggas directly in the face when I used to look niggas directly in the face and tell them what I need to tell them. Duh. Do you feel what I'm saying? No, I feel 100%. (laughs) I was gonna tell him. I was. I was telling my friends like in Atlanta, you can't even look niggas in the eye because you don't These know. Niggas is searching like for some other shit. Like nigga, this ain't what you think it is. Right, and I think it's just natural. You walking around, seeing another black man, like what's up? Yeah. And sometimes you see and like that ain't a regular what's up. It's just like I'm like now nah, I'm look away. Yeah. I don't want to give the wrong impression. You know, no, nah, that's real, man. I've been in situations like that. Um. And I actually, I don't have any like friends. I don't have anybody that's like close to me that's gay. Um, I do have some associates that are gay that I probably could ask them because I'm I'm curious like what from their side like what are they what are they checking for like how do they feel like but like what we're seeing right now is this is this like some some disrespectful shit like as a gay dude mm-hmm. do they do they sometimes just feel like damn I'm just trying to like make your food or just be like be like, you know. No, nah, nigga. <laughs> Look, if my spidey senses start going off, yeah. something ain't right. Well, you know what's so funny about it? It's as close, I think, that we'll feel, we'll get to feel like what a woman feels like. So like a woman, an attractive woman, right? And she navigates the world. She, you know, some dude, she, but there's gonna be, there's gonna be guys that she gonna get that creepy feeling from that's like, trying to like get something out of her or trying to holler at her right and then she would rather avoid those interactions right you know i think it's the same thing because i i, I feel you bro I, i've been in the same situation man what really what really threw me off one time was like uh it was a transsexual bartender i was at this restaurant Nigga, keep going yeah and i was i just didn't know what to do i was like I don't. Am I disrespecting them by like not making eye contact? Like, is it weird? <laughs> I was like, I don't. Cause I was there on a date, and I was like, I don't know. The dude is so strange to me, man. I'm not used to this, dude. There's a gas station where I have to go and buy gas from sometimes, and I'm like praying that this transsexual person is not the cashier. If I have to go in there, like get some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like the gas pump isn't taking my car and you gotta go see attendant. <clears throat> Man, I can't 
I, I try my best to look him directly in his face and be like, okay, yeah, you have a good day. But I'm like, this shit is like weird and fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm looking at you like, why, you know, but that's not for me to like, right. I try not to be like judgmental at the right. same time, like and really treat the person like a person. Yeah, it's up because we're not used to that. Like, right. And I can see why they would be upset and feel a certain way about it. But, oh, absolutely. But you gotta understand, like, especially in black culture or like hip hop culture, like this is not the norm. I mean, like I got, there's there's a transsexual prostitutes that be out here and you know, uh, walking the streets. And um, they be looking a mess sometimes, I ain't gonna even lie. Uh, it's like a nigga with like, <laughs> it's like a nigga with like, cause I went to the post office one time, I came out and that was the closest I got to to one of them cause it's two of them. Yeah. And you can see like the razor bumps and like the, st the stubble and it's oh. it's really bad wig. Oh. And I just didn't want to make eye contact. Like, oh, cause they were like, you got any chain out of your hair? And I kept, I couldn't make, I kept moving. <laughs> you know, I can't so. make eye contact. And I so can't do it. When they go to the Publix over here, um, it's just like, you walk in, like, I don't know, man, it's just weird. But I remember one time they were at the customer service line. I guess they were cashing a check or whatever. They left. And the lady was ringing on my groceries and she just, it was an older black lady. She just shook her head. She was just shaking. I <laughs> just was fucking dead. It's just like everybody, everybody just looking like, what the fuck? Um, and I think that's more so with the fact that they like are prostitutes versus more so than their sexual orientation. Right. But then, like, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to be ignorant. I just don't know what to do. I'm not trying, I don't treat anyone as subhuman. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't either. But man, it's just not a situation that I have figured out how to have a level of comfort where I'm at ease around the shit. You know what I mean? Because naturally, I mean, just for me, I'm not homophobic, but I'm attracted to women. Yeah. So when you have somebody that's dressed like a woman, but you know it's a man, it's like you're looking like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to figure out how do I digest the shit. Yeah, how you process this yeah. in the brain, you know? Yeah, like, so how do you digest that as a heterosexual male? You know, uh, I, you know, I have shit that I know of. I think one cousin in my entire family that I know of that's gay. Mm -hmm. He's no longer living. But, uh, that's the only, you know, relative that I know of that's gay. Um, I don't, I, I don't have a friend that I know of. I'm quite sure there are people that are closet. Yeah, down low. Down low dudes, but I don't know anybody personally that I know is, uh, is gay. Is gay, you know. But I mean, shit, I, you know, I grew up on the West Coast, so, and definitely in the Bay Area, so, you know, they were pretty progressive with the things that they were doing in the Bay Area, so I've never had a problem with with gay people at all. I yeah. just, I just, I know what I like, and I know that when somebody is staring at me as a man in my face, yeah. you like, man, this is a different type of stare, so it's like, yeah. you know, you wanna be like, you know, what's up, but then at the same time, we're living in a different world that you don't wanna overreact to the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, it's, it's tough. A, but it, well, it's tough being a heterosexual more so than anything right now. And it's not something that you can 
discuss openly because of the fear of the backlash. Um, right. And so I'm mean, just being very, very frank right now. Like, cause, um, to your point, I, I definitely have one gay cousin for sure. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have any, but there's one, he's older male. And since he's family, and since I've been around him enough, like it don't throw me off. Like he was, he was at something for my mom. You know, I shook his hand, I said, "What's up?" Like you know, I don't, you know, because his family. I know my family members not looking at me in the way like if it was just a random dude, which would throw me off. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, I've got friends. I should know it's weird because I don't. I have friends who have gay male friends, like girls I know that have gay male friends that they'll hang out with, but I've never hung out with them together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like even my last girlfriend, one of her close friends was this gay white guy, and literally I never met the dude. Right. Like we dated for eight to 10 months, and when I, we would go out, like he just wouldn't come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they would hang out, or it would be their other friends, but when she was with me, like he was never there, so. But I do feel you on that that not being there, that looking in the eye, that shit. Oh, like, that's just too real because that's a, yeah. Like, that's it's like real. man, I find myself just like man looking away, like man, nigga, quit looking at me in the face like that, G. Because you know I don't I don't care like you you can't help if somebody's attracted to you, right? Number one. So I'm not gonna try to fight that fight. Well, has a gay male ever hollered at you? Nah, not like nah, not openly. Oh, for real? Nah, not that I, nah. Oh, you know what? When I was in New Orleans this summer, I was at the casino, I was at Harris, and I was, man, I was winning my ass off at the roulette table, right? And it was me, one other guy, in the dealer, right? Mm -hmm. So, dude, I'm killing the roulette table. Like, it's absolute murder going on, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, out of nowhere, the dude next to me, says you're cute because <laughs> dude i thought you were gonna say he sat he moved the sack no no no, no 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 he didn't do that shit so when he said that though i looked at cuz right i looked at him in his face and i said what what you said man dude the dealer was so fucked up he said Sir, I'm so sorry. Like, the dealer's apologizing, right? To who? You or him? To me. Okay. That this dude said this because, I mean, he heard it, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. And, yeah, and, and so, man, I just turned back around and looked at the dealer. I didn't even engage anymore, and the dude just ran off. He said some other shit while he ran, mm -hmm. you know? And from that point, dude, I started fucking losing at the roulette table. I should have quit. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Should like, definitely it fucked up. It fucked up my whole vibe, you yeah. know? But I didn't like even then when I thought about it, I was just like, man, you know what? People gonna do what they wanna do. I know what I am, so I didn't have to uh project anything differently. It just it caught me off guard. Like, what the fuck you just say? You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I ain't used to no other man telling me some shit like that. You know? Yeah. Like That shit happened like, to me in Atlanta. Oh nigga. <laughs> I, I just I ain't about to fight you or no shit either. Right. I just think that, you know, you it's I'm not, like, not going to absorb it. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's like being in a position of a woman being catcalled or something. Yeah. It's, you you know, I for me, this happened a couple times, but one time that stands out, I was getting some food from, uh, I want to say it was like Checkers. It was Zaxby's, actually. And I'm in a drive-thru, man. Uh -huh. Young dude, he didn't come off as like super flamboyant or anything. He, you know, it's per like serve people serving me and giving me my food. I'm always respectful. Right. So I pull up, do hands to the food. 
Say, yeah, appreciate it. Um, he says, I like your shirt. I said, after I got my food in the chain, I'm like, yo, appreciate that, man. He said, I like you too. I just zoom, drove. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the gas on that nigga. Right, because it's like, I'm uncomfortable, man. I don't even know what to say. Like you said, I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful, man. You know, it, you know, whatever you. I do wish I get to a point where I'm comfortable enough to laugh it off and be like, yo, I'm. I appreciate that, but I'm I'm not gay. But thank you, and be able to be. I'm flattered by your advances. However, I'm not gay. Yeah, yeah, just like not be completely thrown off. But right now, it just completely throws me off. You even said, "Nah, I wouldn't even choose flattered." G, fuck that. I'll just say I'm not gay. <laughs> but see, I've heard stories where people have tried to be respectful and do that, and then the dudes would still be like, "How you know if you never tried it?" See that, See that you going somewhere else with the shit at that point, man. You you know what? Take yourself out of the equation and walk away, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that 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 that's like being a side nigga. You get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We we have one twenty. Let's go ahead and uh, uh, piece it out on that yeah. note. Uh, you got any closing remarks? Yeah. Uh, when I think about life itself and and how much I uh, I love life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, on my personal journey, just, you know, dealing with, uh, with other human beings, uh, and definitely with, uh, the ones that I like, which are women. Um, a lot of times people are just not very forthcoming with what the fuck they have going on in their life. So you have to pay attention and listen to what the fuck someone is actually saying to you because even though someone is not telling you that they're involved with someone else, if you listen close enough, you'll know. Mm-hmm. There, should some, there should be something, a sign of something that lets you know that she's fucking with somebody else as well. And it's up to you. It's just like any red flag or anything else. It's up to you to say, how long are you going to be in this shit? Because if you go past a certain point, then the shit can get dangerous. Yep. And that can mean your life. Because there's a lot of dead niggas in the grave right now fucking with oh yeah women that they shouldn't have been fucking with I mean to close out you know I have relatives and one of my oldest uh, I shouldn't say oldest the uh, elder in my family my uncle man I mean he he was a savage I'm talking about a real bona fide player in every sense of the word and some of the shit he told me that he was doing in the 60s Man, he was ice cold. He was cold. He was a cold motherfucker, you know, and I know this to be true because I know how he operated when I was a kid, when mm-hmm. I came to this planet, you know, I seen some of the shit, you know, and, and heard stories about him. And I talked to him the other day, man, and about like a lot of shit and just his interaction with women throughout his life. And one thing he told me, he's like, man, I can no longer stomp. how I used to stomp. But I show love the way that I lived as a man. So mm-hmm. you cannot have any regrets for the shit that you're getting ready to do. I think you have to just do whatever it is that you need to do, uh, whatever makes you happy. But you also have to be cognizant of the people that you hurt along the way. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Um, only thing I would add to these topics is, yeah, man, being a side nigga is dangerous. <clears throat> So that's the conclusion. Huh? Well, <laughs> so, all niggas listen up. <laughs> I think you gotta, if you gonna do it, because you know we all have dicks, and you know we don't necessarily make the smartest decisions. Is 
control the situation. That's the best advice I can give it to give you. So right. if you gone if it's gonna go down, do it at a place where you have control. Like don't do it at her crib. You know what I'm saying? Do it at a hotel. Do it somewhere where you are protected in case somebody shows up, you know. Protect yourself. Pro yeah. Don't be vulnerable, you know, where you gonna have to hide in the closet and nah man, you know, I mean you shouldn't do it, but if you're gonna do it, like protect yourself. I mean shit, literally protect your your yourself so you don't get no diseases, she don't fuck around get nobody pregnant. Then you gotta watch your child be raised by somebody or you know, she gonna try to flip on you and then being a side nigga, man, let me tell you, it it, it can fuck up your whole life too. Mm -hmm. just Anything beyond, I mean, besides the part about death, right? Mm -hmm. The choices that we make can adversely affect our entire life. You can also end up in jail for killing a nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or paralyzed. I mean, just anything can happen with this type of shit. So, yeah. So to protect, another thing to protect yourself, like you were saying, is do your research because um, you can be in. in Un, unvoluntary side nigga you might not even know it you know what I'm saying so right. find out the the specifics see what's going on with the girl make sure that especially if you're doing some long distance shit or something where you're dude, not around dude let me tell you I had this nigga call on the phone with the scream voice like from the movie nigga talking about <laughs> I'm gonna kill you I'm like this shit really happened man yeah man like I said <laughs> you gotta watch yourself so that's my, my ending advice, man. Okay. Y'all be good. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope so too. Alright, peace. Peace. I don't really wanna ride with you, girl. I just wanna be a side nigga. No, you wanna ride a die, nigga, but it's never holes over my niggas. Never holes over my niggas. Yeah, it's never holes over my niggas. All they ever do is lie, niggas, but I won't let them give me. I'm on 50 till I die, nigga. Ain't no need for me to lie, nigga. I ain't wasting no more time with them. Fuck on once and then I'm dodging them. Say you getting all this guap, nigga. But we know that that's a lie, nigga. Four figures.